not just going to put stuff out to put stuff out. I have this thing that for years when I was in Insights that I learned somewhere along the way and I think is very key is the what, the so what, and now what. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Do Marketing Differently podcast. My name is Brian Fitton, and this is presented by Go Rogue X. We are so excited that you're here. Every week, we try to bring you some tips and tricks and some really cool things to help you do marketing differently. And we always try to bring on amazing experts. And we have an amazing expert today. I'm so excited. Are you excited, Lauren? I am super excited. She is so excited. <laughs> Miss Lindy. Hey. Hi, I'm excited. When is that amazing expert going to come <laughs> Oh, we, uh, hey, I'm going to tell you something. The knowledge that I have gotten from you and aw. just all of your stuff. I mean, you're, you have just, uh, the wisdom is just out there from Miss Lindy. Lindy. Well, it's Lindy, a difficult I'm name. so sorry. <laughs> I get everything. I get pretty much everything. Lucky Lindy, I was called a lot growing up, so then maybe that will help. Oh, that's (laughs) awesome. Well, hey, so uh, Miss Lindy is actually from Soapbox and then also the Joy of Eating Well, which that's kind of how I originally connected or started following you. What was your first blog, though? Uh, NWA Foodie. Foodie, that's the one that I, okay. Yeah, you might have known me. I'm so popular for that. (laughs) 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 Yeah, so I've been, yeah, blogging since 2009. So this is my 11th year NWA Foodie. Which was wow. awesome because I moved here from California and I kept hearing people say, there's nothing here in Northwest Arkansas. I'm like, it is here. It is absolutely. <laughs> it is here. Yeah. And so I had lunch with a friend and actually it was right after I went to a Mind of Moms conference at Walmart. It had 11 yeah. moms back in the day. And I was like, what is this world? It's like all bloggers. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I want a part of this world. Yeah. And so like that next day, a friend said, I didn't know you were such a foodie. So I'm like, that's my blog. <laughs> <laughs> and WA Foodie. Yep. And you have, I mean, obviously gone on to do some other things and working now with Soapbox yes. Influence, which is fantastic. So Love we it. attended the Megaphone Conference. Yeah. We've actually interviewed Beth, yeah. um, who was on our podcast. We'll reference that in the show notes, by the way. Um, <laughs> but that was a fantastic yeah. interview because we were actually able to go to Soapbox, yes. their headquarters, and so sat cool. in a super cool kitchen. It's, it's so cool. It's what we aspire to be. I just like, go there know. to just ooze in the cool of others. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> so much creativity there. Yes. Um, it's awesome. But today we're going to be actually talking about Facebook Live, specifically yep kind of community building all of that because i think you went what did you go 52 weeks of of i did of live? yes, <laughs> yes I, did. I mean i've done more than that but i actually did um i think you're referencing the cheers to storytelling yes, challenge yes. for 52 weeks that 52 is weeks such an is accomplishment so crazy Thanks. yeah um, consistency what we talk about like consistency is yes. so hard to to do and you mm-hmm. obviously were doing that was and every week I would know you were showing up yep. and I try to participate as much as possible yes, because you. I love it and so anyway we're going to talk about that and so you the expert has arrived oh, okay. you're here you're here okay. um, so but before we get into all that we do like to have some fun yes what is that Miss Lauren each week we like to talk about what we are obsessed with this week so starting with our mm. expert yes <laughs> what are you obsessed with this week Lindy uh, well I'm obsessed with a lot of things <laughs> I get a little excited about things at time hence naming uh, Rebranding to the joy of eating well because it's like I'm just filled with joy. But <laughs> obsessed with this week, besides drinking a lot of water, which we talked about yes. earlier, yeah. is there is um, a podcast that I j- just launched in February. Okay, it's called Homemaker Chic. 
Huh. I, I am know obsessed about this. with yeah. yeah. Well, it's brand new, oh. and it's funny. Right before they launched, is um, Shay Elliott from the Elliott Homestead, okay, and um, Angela from Parisian Farm Girl. So these are two bloggers. They've been around forever. I mean, they're just so like basically homesteading, but it's all about wearing your red lipstick. So it's not about being oh, frumpy. It's yeah. about like embracing this lifestyle. Wow. And so before they launched, they were like on the top 100 podcasts right before they launched because they have such a fan That's group. Crazy. I'm learning so much from, I, like I mow my mother-in-law's pasture and I can't, once a week and I'm like, I'm saving my podcast, put them in my ear so I can <laughs> so just awesome. like mow for hours <laughs> and listen to it. But if you haven't heard it, I would check it out. Yeah. I think it's a good example of like when I talk about community, mm-hmm. being involved in community and communities all over the place, right. is they're so true to who they are. And these are best friends that met in the blogosphere space. So cool. Yeah, wow. it's pretty cool. Yeah, I'm that obsessed. is awesome. That is awesome. Yeah, and of course, we love podcasts around here. Yes, so. we will. One. We'll link to that in the show yeah, notes absolutely. too, because and check it out too. But I, we think that everybody should have a podcast. Actually, one of our previous episodes we were talking about everybody should have a podcast oh, because yeah. it allows people who are mowing or yes. dog walking or whatever they're doing to be able to listen and it. and consume that content. So anyway, so do you wear red lipstick while you're mowing? I do, you know, I do, <laughs> actually, I bought, I purchased red lipstick when yes. it first came out, and then my husband's like, "Whoa, it's really bright." So I'm more of a little bit of orange pink girl. Sure. So I switched okay. over. So pretty close. Sure, That's I just cool. think of that visualization. I know, right? Just I mean, they're out the there yard, working with just, lipstick on. Yeah. So I mean, why not? That's right. their thing. That's right. pretty cool. That's pretty cool. All right, Lauren, what are you obsessed with this week? So my husband and I tried a new show um, called Lock and Key. Okay. It's on Netflix. It's an original kind of thing. And it, I don't know, but the trailer looked really bad. And so (laughs) I wasn't really into watching this, but it's like these kids and their mom, their dad has recently died and they move into his old family home, the lock home. Anyways, and it's got all these, like they start finding these keys and they like do weird things in the house. Uh -uh. And I thought it was like more just like, I thought it was going to be just kind of like cheesy, magical kind of thing. Um, It is so creepy. (laughs) (laughs) We watched the first couple episodes and I was like, uh-uh. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. Like, uh, I don't know if we're going to continue, but I <laughs> I keep thinking about it, though. So yeah. then I'm like, mm. I kind of want to watch it again, but it's really trippy and it's kind of creepy. Yeah. So, um, and it's got, um, like, the little boy from It. Um, oh, okay. And yeah. so you're kind of like, oh, no. And then, like, uh, my husband pointed out one of, like, just, like, a random guy in the street. So it was a famous horror director that was, like, just kind of in it. And yeah. I was like, oh, goodness. So, <laughs> anyways, if you're looking for something to surprise you, try Lock and Key. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, that's actually kind of right up my alley, actually. Yeah, so right. I'm, I'm all into the, especially the thriller and mysterious, yeah. all that yeah. stuff. So, um, okay, so mine this week... Uh, Lauren and I were talking about earlier. So there's there's layers to me. Yes, okay, We've known it. each other for a while, like but there are there are definitely like an layers. <laughs> and Lauren makes fun of me all the time for all of my stuff. But when I was back in high school, I got into like low rider trucks, like classic street trucks, mm. all that. Everybody's yeah, laughing. So, <laughs> but I could kind of see this. Can you? Okay, <laughs> thank you, thank you. So um, I had several. So I built several like custom cars and motorcycles and stuff like that. It was just kind of a hobby and Legit. money pit actually. So, but since I've had a family and you know business, everything you just kind of get away from that. Well, there's a show called Texas Metal, which is a custom car building. It's a reality show on Motor Trend, and so anyway. But I met this guy a long time ago, and so now huh. his business is like booming wow. and all these things, and so. Anyway, it has since gotten me back into like old custom trucks. And so my dad has one. I keep hearing Caleb laugh. Over 
I know, He's just I know. <laughs> and so I showed Alex this truck. It is a phenomenal, like a hot rod, just Fine. chopped all the things. And Lauren was like, "Wait, you want to drive that?" It's a. Uh, I mean, it feels it's like amazing. it's almost gonna like scrape the ground. It is, <laughs> but it's all air ride. You can lift it up, and it's low and slow. You I mean, know what it I'm was pretty. I just cannot imagine like driving that around town. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway. I big shout out to Texas Metal and there Bill and all those guys down there because it's a uh, it's pretty cool, cool. pretty cool show. I'm not into reality shows, but like seeing them build these amazing vehicles and like yeah. they do stuff for like people who are have different causes and things like that. Like it's pretty cool. So anyway, and you know the person that's I'm, a fun. Connection. I mean, he would never remember me yeah, from anybody, you know but I did meet him that's a right. long it still time counts. ago. That's it still right. Counts. That's right. So, uh, but anyway, yeah. So hey. Good podcast to check out. Yeah. I'm going to obviously lock and key. Yeah, I'm try a it out. Scared. Yeah. I'm just <laughs> And now everybody has to watch Texas Metal. Yes. If you have YouTube TV, watch, Caleb, watch Texas Metal, buddy. <laughs> You're going to love it. You're going to love it. All right. But let's transition into uh, that community piece of it, right? Yeah. Actually, see, I feel like I'm part of the custom truck community. That's why it you know, has that pool for me, right? It's a yep. niche community because yep. not everybody likes it, apparently, Lauren, right? Oh so. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it is that. So there are places for that. So I would. So let's see. If somebody's in that community and they start wanting to connect people, right? Yeah. They have ways to do that, right, Lindy? Yes. Okay. Yes. See, there's my transition. There you go. It's there's good. It's good. This is <laughs> okay. a great world we're in now. Yes, exactly. So, um, so you kind of gave a little bit of a brief background on yourself, but um, is there anything else that you want to add to that? Because you made the transition. So what do you do specifically for, for uh, Soapbox for right soapbox, now? For Soapbox, yeah. that's a good question. I'm actually the community coach. Oh, nice. And it's really interesting. You hear about second careers. This is my second career. <laughs> <laughs> this is not, I'm not a, you know, somebody who went to coaching school or did any of that. But essentially a coach to me is somebody who encourages mm -hmm. people and cheers them on. So that's who I am. I've been that my whole life. Nice. And that's the Enneagram 2 in me. Yeah. <laughs> Enneagram 3 in me is my background, my first career that I really believe has led into this. So I mentioned the um, NWA Foodie, rebranded as the joy of eating well. It's a passion I've always had mm. on the side. And so for, the la for 25 years, I worked in the CPG industry. I actually worked for S.E. Johnson for 20 years, nice. a family company. Yeah. And I did shopper insights. I did consumer insights. I advised Walmart on how to set up their shelves, how do people like shop and what, get, get behind their brain. Mm -hmm. And so the last few years I was there, so keep in mind, I've been doing this blog for 10 years. It's this yeah. creative outlook, yeah. you know, out some pouring of who I am. And I kept thinking, you know, connecting the dots, I go to the Mind of, Mind, Mind of Mom conference. There's all these people out there like they're sharing, like you said, it could be like people are into horror movies, people that are into like, you know, low riders and you name it. Yes. All this, there's all this going on and we would mm. never ever find each other if we didn't have the ability to tap into this. So about a year after I started my blog, I discovered the Arkansas Women's Bloggers. Yeah. And so big into Twitter at the time because Twitter was a thing. <laughs> and I connect with Stephanie Buckley, who was who started Arkansas mm -hmm. Women's Bloggers, and Beth Stevens, who was let's see, she's had so many blogs. <laughs> like word on on Walnut, et cetera, et cetera. So I remember we met on Twitter and Beth and we started talking. We had a lot in common and we met. So we met in town. It's like, how would I have ever found somebody like this? Right. Yep. And then not just one, two, three. 30, 50, et cetera. So I've always had this passion on the side. And I thought, 
when I get older, I'm not going to want to be in the corporate grind all the time. And I just love this other world. And so I started incorporating the world of social into my shopper and consumer insights. And I convinced our company to invest in social listening. Mm. And it was awesome because it gave me an avenue to speak to Walmart, teach the marketing department, you know, get like like-minded people. And I really thought, you know what? I don't know what I want to do next, but I want it to be something to do with insights and social. And so four years ago, my anniversary was on Friday with Soapbox. I answered a blind ad in our community Facebook group. Okay. Stephanie yeah. posted it, said there was a company and they were looking for a certain role, and I answered it. So you think about the power of community. I actually mm-hmm. found this role, and lo and behold, I met with them. Um, the parent company is Kendall King's, but around 30 oh, yeah. years. Yeah. Yep. I knew yeah. them in the CPG world, and they, they hired me to lead up their insight division. So again, how yeah. wonderful. I mean, you talk about startup. You, I mean, it evolves all the time. I think that's what's beautiful about this world of social mm-hmm. in a community. It's always evolving. Yeah. So I don't come to it with like, hi, I know everything about social, but I come back to I understand the world of blogging and social platforms, and I understand retailers, and I understand CPGs. Mm-hmm. So when having been a blogger, people would pitch to me very poorly and have me to jump through hoops I'm like, that's not how people think and want to read. So when I say coach, I'm here to really just be an enabler to help people. We have so many passionate, wonderful people. I want to be an avenue. Like, if you want to learn in this group, as a group, great. If you want to direct message me so I can connect you with somebody, that's what I'm here for. So long answer to your question, but yeah, really I think no, it all flows great, together yeah. to have that ability to just to keep telling people, like, you know, don't chase the money. It's all about mm. connecting back to, like, why did you start? And yep. just tell your story. Yep. Well, all right. I mean, that was a great show. Thank you, Wendy, for Tina. That was, that was fantastic. Pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> that was fantastic. You can tell I believe in it. Oh, I believe. I just love yeah. I mean, I was part of the community. Yeah. And so I feel like I'm them. Yeah. You know? You know, there's, it kind of goes back to a, a concept that I've always believed in. It especially started whenever I just reached out and started the Go Rogue podcast back in 2014 with a friend of mine. And we just kind of started doing this where it's like, I just wanted to know people in the area, like these cool tech startups. I was like, what is a way that I can get to know and hear their story? I was like, well, this is a great platform to do that. And it gives me an excuse rather than being like, hey, can I take you to coffee and pick your brain, which is like the worst thing you can do for anybody, right? Especially somebody who's super busy, but bringing them value as well. It's like, hey, we want to share your story with a lot more other people Mm -hmm. who are in that same position. And it's always with that like, taking a step, right? You connected with somebody and yes. then all of a sudden it kind of moved in there. You're, yes. you're contributing to the community, not really expecting anything. A lot of times those opportunities kind of yes. find their way to you because you're you're just stepping out there. Yeah. And that a lot of times will just lead to other things. I mean, that's really how we met. Yes. Like we were in, it we is. were just talking about this. We, uh, Stephanie um, Funk, yes. she was a part of Acorn and they did a big launch party. And then obviously we didn't have any really plug in that world other than I had interviewed Stephanie on the podcast yeah. originally. And so that's then how we connected. That's how and we connected. Obviously with Soapbox and Megaphone and being able to kind of connect with more people in that community. And so Love it. um, it's a great way. It's a great transition to that. So, but anyway, um, we definitely want to jump into kind of some of these questions for uh, specifically for you. So how do you come up with topics um, 
for your community building? Like, how do you come up? Because yeah. we talked about it before. You did 52 weeks. Yes. I mean, we talked about it. that's the year, but you've obviously done way more than that. Yes. But just kind of that accomplishment. But people all all the time, we look for different questions out there, especially mm-hmm. on core. People are always asking, hey, how do I come up with content ideas yes. and topics? Yes. So how do you do that for your community specifically? You obviously know that's them. That's good. But yeah, how do you yes, do that? Yes, thank you so much. Uh, so that's a good one to reference. So I've been doing, like I said, this co- I started off at Insights, obviously, and I transitioned over. And Stephanie Buckley, who had, you know, we purchased her community and kept her hired on for that first year and a half as part of the contract. And so I learned a lot from her, too. And I noticed, you know, going back to everything's about cheers to storytelling and telling your story and being true to your story and not just saying, oh, someone's going to pay me to do that. I'm just going to say what they want. (laughs) I mean, people do that all day long, but you can see through that. And plus, you feel bad doing it. And um, so I had done, not like the year before, I think it was like seven days of storytelling of content. I did seven days, and I had different people on the team just film it real quick, which was fun because they had never done it before. I'm like, look, you know, we're not that big, and we're real. (laughs) It's okay. We don't have to be a big production. And I think it, you know, gets people involved. And I think it went really well. And I thought, you know, we should, I should do this every week. So I didn't necessarily plan on doing 52 weeks. It just became 52 weeks of content. Mm-hmm. And what's neat in Facebook, in the in the groups, you have a lot of group insights and analytics, which I mm-hmm. highly recommend everyone to look at. And if you want, we can talk yeah, about that. Yeah. Um, but I, it's like we had a lot of views, a lot of like you know reactions, you know, so really mm-hmm. good numbers. But I didn't have a lot of people that said, "Oh, I did this challenge." Yeah. And that was okay. So uh. if anybody wants to do a group, you think nobody's like doing what I say or making comments, yeah. it's okay because there's two things with that. I knew that and I kept saying every week, you don't have to do the challenge this week. You have the whole week to do if you want to do it. But if you are on week 30 and you want to start at week two or 15 or 18, it doesn't matter. I remember you saying These that. Are off. Yeah. Yes, I try yeah. to keep saying that. The idea is to keep flexing that organic storytelling muscle. So essentially, even if nobody did it, if like nobody did it, mm-hmm. I, I'm getting that message across. Yeah. So to me, it was a win. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and I, here's the deal. I mean, I I, try, I said this at the beginning. I try to jump on if I can because yeah. I love just just even in, just in general live video. I love, video. It. I I love see seeing how people. Heart. Yeah, I, I try. <laughs> I try. Um, but then you you posted something the other day, and this may not have been on one of the videos, but just about like an inspiring photo from travels, right? Yes. And I. If anybody knows me, I, my trip to Iceland, I I think we took beautiful. like, yeah, 3,000 something photos, insane. And so um, I really did. I was like, man, I we've been talking about it recently. I want to go back. And so I was like, I want to see if I can post it. Because you talked about posting it outside. Yes. I was like, I'm going to post this in the comments and see if it does anything. Yeah. And then sure enough, other it people, was almost like it yes. opened the door for other people to feel like, oh, yeah, hey, I can share my photo. Even though it was meant for, yes. hey, go build in your own community. I was yes. like, I'll see you I love that. Try it out. And thank you for doing that. And that, to me, is success. This community is not about me posting or at Megaphone Community or any of the people Mm -hmm. on the team, which is great. But I I get such a joy when somebody in the community posts something. Yeah. If they on their own do their own posts, I just, I'm back there. I'm just clapping. I'm going to jump in (laughs) because it's really their voice, their community. So, like what you're talking about is Tip Tuesday. That's another thing. Oh, that's right. Yeah. 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 So, um, well, first of all, I do Google Sheets and I share it with the team. It's where I plan out like a quarter Mm -hmm. um, for like Wednesday lives. But I also do, I use Evernote a lot. So, I do every month, like I just plan out 
I used to plan out in advance my Tip Tuesdays for every single Tuesday, but now I'm literally looking at it on Tuesday because the world changes a lot. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, I'm in mastermind groups and I'm in other groups and I'm like always listening. Like right now, it's like, you know what? People have kids at home and they're like, you know, I'm not doing much Mm -hmm. when it comes Mm -hmm. to this world. So I'm not out there going like, you need to work on your SEO this week. (laughs) So it's more like, here's some tools that might help you in everyday life. And so it's really experimenting a lot. So like Tip Tuesday, now it's like, okay, I have a pretty standard, you know, hashtag here and here's what it is, here's the link. But it's playing with uh, the last few weeks on if you notice I'm doing now in Canva where I get a quote from a Tip Tuesday and I pop it in there. Whereas Mm. before I might have gone over to... um, up splash and like grabbed a photo and put it in there. I'm trying to always play yeah. with like visual and text, trying to reach people where they are. Yeah. And sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. You know, <laughs> but that's part of it is I think consistency in anything is key. And whether you're blogging, whether you're setting up your feed in Instagram or Tailwind or Pinterest, whatever, consistency is it's always been the drumbeat. Yeah. And I don't want to flood the Facebook group there, there's plenty of groups that people are involved yeah, in. I'm yeah. in multiple groups. Mm-hmm. I get inspiration everywhere. And I know we're not like, this is, you're only with us. I want it to be a place that they can go feel comfortable and we're relevant for when they need to be there. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and you hit on the consistency yeah. piece. So Lauren, what is it about? I mean, we talk about consistency consistency all the time. Yeah, I mean, I think when we're looking at, I mean, I love that you think about for the quarter. I mean, we always encourage our clients, even ourselves, you know, to like (laughs) have the ideas ahead of you. But I love the fact that you're also listening to your audience, that it's not Mm -hmm. like, well, this doesn't fit in our calendar. Everybody is talking about it, but we're not going to. Like, I think that's awesome. But I think the consistency piece can be really difficult because it can seem very overwhelming when you're like planning all of it out and everything. And then I'm trying, like you said, to stay authentic to who you are Mm -hmm. in the midst of all the schedules. And yeah, we use a lot of Asana and everything like that, like trying to plan it all out. And it kind of sometimes feels like it can get lost. So how do you stay consistent not just in schedule, but also in your authenticity. Yes. I think at the end of the day, um, I've mentioned it earlier, I'm, I feel like I am the community. Mm-hmm. I think about myself. I think that's key, whether you mm-hmm. start a group or whatever, is to have, if you have admins, it's really good to have people who feel it. Mm-hmm. You know. So like right now, I don't have children at the house. I don't have homeschooling going on, but yet, my world has changed too. Mm-hmm. So my consistency might be different than your consistency or your consistency. I think really um, like constantly making, like I said, I'm, I'm not just going to put stuff out to put stuff mm-hmm. out. I have this thing that for years when I was in Insights that I learned somewhere along the way and I think is very key is the what, the so what, and now what. Mm-hmm. I th- mm. think like when you come to Insights, it might be like, whoa, people really like these kind of you know water bottles that can keep, you know, everything hot for eight to 10 hours. Well, that's the what, the so what, ooh, it can keep things hot for eight to 10 hours. But the part a lot of times you miss is the now what. Mm-hmm. So now what do I do about that? So, and that's the part that sometimes, the action part that's yeah. a little bit hard. So at the end of the day, if I'm just, and I don't do it perfectly, but I try to keep, incorporate that. It's not just like, here's just a fact, go have fun with it. Now you have add one more thing to add to your list of hundreds. <laughs> it's kind of like, the benefit, mm-hmm. and now what? Mm-hmm. Like, what can you do? Why will that make your life better? Yeah, yeah. And it might not make your life better, your life better, but 
there might be that one person it, it changes. That's why I highly encourage anytime, like, yeah, reach out to me. I'd love to connect people, that kind of thing. So I think consistency is just keeping, being true to yourself and just being honest with it. And honesty and being authentic. You know, for one person might be, you guys ever heard of Michael Hyatt? Oh, yeah. yeah, I love Michael <laughs> Hyatt. So I, I am part of his platform university. Yeah. And he has this thing where it's like, you have to be true to your voice. So I'm not going to give away exactly the same three things. So basically, you have somebody who's like the wise person, that's your voice. If you're like a doctor, then talk about it. If you're somebody who's been in that mountain, and you want to bring people to the mountain, then keep that voice. If you're a struggler, you keep that voice. So I think I'm the person in the middle. I'm like, I've been in that mountain. Let's, let me mm -hmm. help you up there. If I have all of a sudden personally started talking about like I'm struggling, struggling, that it's okay to be authentic, but like who I am as a person, I'm not really that person. Nor am I going to be. When you say expert, I'm like I never feel like I know enough. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but the next person in our community might be the perfect struggler. Yeah. Might be that person who's the wise person. If they're true themselves, then we can hit people and be mm -hmm. consistent in that way. Absolutely. Wow. Yeah, that's a lot. Well, and I told you before, I and I, well, I actually I don't know if I have. I'm going to name drop, but I got to work <laughs> with Michael Hyatt. So we um, produced one of his live events, nice. and so I was able to interview him, yes. which was, I mean, just a super genuine guy, an amazing. I I followed kind of his blog as he came out of uh, publishing. What Since was the publishing forever. company? Yeah. Thomas Nelson Thomas Publishers. Nelson, yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, just a little, little tiny little house. Yeah. <laughs> but it's really cool to see his second career, yes. as you talked about, yes. like take off and just the impact that he's made in my life and my business. But it just, um, I mean, yep. that is one of those things of being able to be authentic, being able to, I mean, you're giving the tools too to help them. Uh, you know, what was the last one? The now what? It's yeah. like the feeling like, how is this going to make your life yes. better? Because if you're just adding it to the list of facts or this is, you know, putting in the back of your brain, like and you're never going to be able to actually implement it, like yes. help them actually be able to go out and make a difference, right? And let them feel like it's okay because we talked about this is always evolving. You know, we're all, everything you hear now is pivot, pivot, pivot. And I like to say pivot and pirouette. Like, like <laughs> if it's like it's really hard to rebrand mm -hmm. from NW Foodie. Well, the fact of the matter, when I started it, and I had huge numbers, mm -hmm. but I learned how to cook through my blog, and I wasn't eating out as much. And you know, so I changed it a little bit. It's like instead of giving mm -hmm. restaurant giveaways, it's like here's ingredients here, and I still had my core. But I came to the point. It's like I, you know, we have so many people that are talking about the food scene here, and I. I'm not that person to carry that torch anymore. I yeah. love it, but I have a different voice now. And so being able to do something different. And you know, when I did it, I lost my transition from a platform, lost my numbers. Yeah. And then one day I was just like, it's what I did not want to happen. And I was like, eh, yeah. what are you going to do? Yeah. yeah. And, and I'm slowly building up and I'm okay with that. Yeah. You know, and I'm, it's like a different world, even though it's food, it's completely different. And I think in our group, you know, we have all these passionate content creators, and we're here just to do our, you know, to be inspired, to learn some skills, and then as soapbox, we're constantly pivoting and pirouetting and trying to think. It's not just campaigns. Mm -hmm. How can we like be different? Like we do insights, we do shopper panels, we do digital panels, and you know, there's my insight hat. But you know, all those years that I we work with companies that you would do these surveys and the answers like you'd ask a question, how do you feel about whatever? And they're like, great or good. <laughs> and like, okay, 89% said great, but like these are writers yeah. and storytellers. And like when they give their opinions, like one, we're, we're helping them have a livelihood. Mm -hmm. 
And secondly, they're helping us shine because we're giving really good insights to our retailers and to our clients. And yeah. I, I, I just think, I just love the mentality of working for Soapbox. I was so used to it. I loved SEJ. I loved Gallo Winery, who I worked before. Very structured, very mm-hmm. structured person. And when I came over here, this startup mentality, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I don't know about that. And my husband was like, I think this is good for you. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Nice change of pace for it you. It is. Yeah. And, and yeah. We're, these, these people that you know, are in our community, they have a lot of times full-time jobs. Mm-hmm. They're single parents. They might be married with kids and have a spouse. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's, it's a constant evolution of who you are, and, and it's fun to be there and be a part of it. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, definitely in the creative space. Lauren, <laughs> poor Lauren. She uh, she has to make, what was the book you were reading? Herding Tigers? Herding Tigers. Yeah. It was yeah. talking Tiger. about like the creative, like, hey, we're just leading all out creatives. here. Yeah, leading creatives to where it's <laughs> like, there's no structure. Great. We're just whatever we feel. So Lauren now actually has a structure for me because I have new ideas every single day yes. on what we should do. And she's like, okay, That's we're going to implement this idea for a month. And then after that month, then we can look and revisit rather than, yes. Hey, let's do this for the first week yes. and this for the second week. So anyway. But it so. probably all still has an overarching of what like your purpose is because we get that in group. Number one thing you talk about consistency when it comes to your platform is really honing in like your niche, mm-hmm. so to speak. And some people's niche are a lot of things, mm-hmm. but that's their thing. Yeah. So it's consistent and true to who they are. So yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's Kudos. good. That's good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's good stuff. Um, so I think a lot of um, when we talk to our clients and, and some of our friends of the podcast, and when we talk about going live on Facebook, one, they get kind of white faced and thinking about doing that every week. Yeah. And how could they possibly come up with content ideas? But then it's just kind of I just go live. And it's not necessarily like a weekly show that people are looking forward to. And I think there's a big difference between the two. Yeah. So how do you transition from just doing a Facebook Live to making it a weekly show that people are actually Got wanting it. to be involved in? Well, first of all, I hope they want to be involved. <laughs> <laughs> well, you just have one person, because I do. I'm yes. like, oh, hey, it's Wednesday. oh, Wednesday Live. It's coming up. Yeah, yeah good. I'd love that. Well, um, I do believe consistency is the key. There's some tools in Facebook group itself. Um, you know, you have your event schedule. So mm-hmm. I just scheduled it out as far as I can. It's the same time, 11 o'clock um, Central Standard Time every Wednesday. If I'm not there, I'll get a backup person. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And um, so I have a format. And sometimes that changes, you know, as life changes. I, last year when Stephanie was a part, we co-anchored it. Mm-hmm. And I will say, it, I mean, personality, Stephanie was so good at just bringing people in. So like when she did, like we were on live together, mm-hmm. she would be like, hey, so-and-so's in. And like, the first 15 minutes is like talking back and forth. And I aspire to be that, but I'm not really that. Because <laughs> I'm like, oh, it's crickets. So I'm talking to myself. So I'm just going to yeah. go in. And you go. So if you notice, I'll say, a lot of times you can watch this the next 24 hours. So feel free to leave a comment. I'll jump in at any time. Um, that's my comfort zone. And by the <laughs> way, you do. I do. I, in any comments I've ever made, there's always a reply at some point uh-huh. or some like an, like an actual intentional con- like reply. Yeah. So I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah. Well, thanks for leaving a comment. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's fun. It's a conversation, isn't it? Yeah. I, I love that. And you took the time to do it. And it, it means it means something to me. Even, But I'm an exclamation girl and smiley yeah. face, so I'm going to go <laughs> over sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> but to that point, um, going back to scheduling, that's one way mm-hmm. to do it. And then something I incorporated... I don't know, maybe in the last, well, since the first of the year is I schedule a 30 minutes, like 
Wednesday Live is in 30 minutes because mm-hmm. we all know it's Facebook owns Facebook group. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so not everybody is seeing everything. It's the algorithm, yeah. right? And so I can tell everybody every week, set your notifications all, but if, you know, it still doesn't mean yeah. anything. Yeah. So, I mean, we're limited that way, but you know, you, it is what it is. And so if I do a 30 minute, I can use your scheduler. So 30 minutes, I always try to do some little silly gif mm-hmm. out there. Or yesterday I played around with somebody's headshot. I had okay. somebody on there yesterday. And so I always have a year ago with Stephanie, that was her consistency. It fit her personality. And then I would do pro tips and she would do pep talks. Because again, it fit our personalities. So she would have somebody be like talking about like, you know, drink a cup of coffee, you know, like, like let's, let's just take a breath. We know life's hard. (laughs) And you know, people loved it. Yeah. Yeah. And then I would do the pro tips. So if somebody going like from our our conference Mm -hmm. who had pitched a really great idea, but it didn't necessarily fit our conference, I said, would you want to go on a live? Yeah. Mm. So I would schedule this out. So that was then, and this is now, it's me. (laughs) And so I started in the beginning of the year, I thought, you know what? We have such great people on our team. I started scheduling out, meet the team. Okay. Mm -hmm. So initially it was like, you know, You'll see the consistency. Mm-hmm. I'll do that in the beginning. And uh, just ask them, like, tell your role how it, how it relates to the community. Mm-hmm. And then when COVID hit, it's like, okay, now tell us how has your life changed? Like, what, like how has it changed in a, in a positive way that yeah. you go forward? And, and that just is real. Yeah. yeah. So that's something I do there. And then I always have a little session. Um, so now I'll do, like, meet the team or meet the influencer. I'll, I'll go ahead. And it's like, we want to highlight you. Get to know your community. Awesome. And... Um, and then I'll just do the updates, what's new on Megaphone and at Soapbox. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's fantastic. And I, so I, even with this, so we are, we have been talking about forever having our own Facebook group, right? Right. And so. Um, <laughs> it's not hard. Yeah. Well, I think we have one. It's just. Doing something. Brian has a actually, lot of ideas. I get it. Again, it's part of the, all the ideas. Um, but it is one of those things of like trying to figure out how to really kick it off and do it well that i think for me it's it's like i have especially with facebook groups facebook has put so much effort into the group structure right now it's a icon on the app itself like you can go directly to it like they are trying to promote it more um and so especially that traffic moving away from public pages and more into the group and that interaction um i have benefited from so many different groups that i'm in and made connections with people Mm -hmm. and felt a part of a community right like what you're talking about how does somebody do that well from the beginning, right? They're just starting off. It's like my mom and my yes. grandma are in my group or something. You know, we're like, <laughs> yes. who do I invite? Like, <laughs> exactly. obviously having a niche and having a purpose to bring value. Yes. But outside of that, where do they go to really kind of kick it off and, may, and keep it engaging? Get started, so to speak. Yeah. Well, I firmly believe, like I mentioned before, like understanding your why and your purpose is so mm-hmm. huge. So whether it's, you know, your platforms, YouTube or a podcast or a blog or whatever it is, you know, what's the purpose of that? You know, most of us that, are, you know, eight out of 10 people in our community are bloggers. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, some might be like just a YouTuber in there, but most of us ha- are in every platform, but you can't be everything in all platforms. Yeah. So what is the purpose of that group? And also the way it's set up. So is your privacy setting set up where anybody can find you? Is it set up like for, in this case? You have to answer a couple questions to get in the group, yeah, yeah. which is is good. Yeah, oh, and plus absolutely. it's a benefit because if somebody, if you went in your Go Rogue and you guys just joined, then I'm like, I'm gonna go check out Go Rogue. Mm-hmm. Oh, I feel like I now I get to know you. So there's a benefit in that too. So I think really saying what's the purpose of this, and what I always tell people when they want to say, 
I want to start a blog. I'm like, do it because nobody's looking at it in the beginning. You can make as many mistakes as you want. <laughs> it's a That's really great. good tip. That's so great. That's, yeah. I mean, really, it really true. is true. Yeah. Honestly, even on this group, I, you know, I, I say I do mouth typos all the time. I like my brain goes so fast and I miss words and I make up words and I just laugh at it. And it's not real professional at times, but it's just like, you know what? <laughs> it is what that's what it people is. love, though. That's it. That's yeah. exactly that's what we tell people about live video all the time is like they want to see the real, the real person. person. Yeah, because if it's this polished, you know, whatever, they can't connect with that because yeah. nobody is perfect. Yeah. Right. And so they love to see that. So, I mean, I. I applaud you for see. I had to mouth, mouth typos. My th- I'm gonna mouth start typos. doing it because my brain goes a lot quicker yep. than my mouth can keep up with. So. <laughs> it does. It's so bad. It's so bad. But you know what? It, maybe I'll get better one day. But it is what it is. So yeah, I would say um, the purpose. I would definitely set up like some questions, and you might mm-hmm. even um, for somebody set up some questions related to like what kind of like marketing. What stumps you when it comes? What delights you? What frustrates you? Because then that helps content. So going back to the example of the Cheers to Storytelling Challenge, I did a video. It was one minute or less for 52 weeks. Then I had, you know, for people who wanted to see that, I also know from working full-time all the time before, I couldn't watch a video at work. I couldn't even, Mm -hmm. wasn't allowed to be on my phone. Mm -hmm. So I watch it later. Um, Subtitles are great. I haven't figured it out yet. (laughs) Um, But they're great if you can do it. And then um, just writing it. So then I would post, sometimes I would do like, you could also in a Facebook group, you can do files so you can do upload oh, a PDF. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's good. And I always reference, go to the videos if you missed one. So there's different things you can do there. And then just post. Mm-hmm. Schedule out your what, Monday motivation, marketing mm-hmm. motivation. You know, mm-hmm. So you have it scheduled. And even if it looks like nobody's seeing it, I'll, I'll, I'll do a shout out to a local um, company. It's T3 Web Services. Mm. And I don't know how long they've been doing it. I'm going to say a year and a half. They'll do uh, like a cam- I'm saying Canva, but a nice little graphic in Instagram, and it's always some quote from like Social Media Examiner or something out there, and it's very lots of words, lots of pictures, but it's their consistent green, and I would never I would just see it, and now I'm like oh now I know oh it's them, and now I'm reading them, but I didn't really read them for a year. I just saw them and I kept scrolling because mm-hmm. I like mm. things really clean. It's not my thing, but now I'm like you know what. They always have good information, and now they've hooked me. If they had looked just at me and looked at their stats a long time ago, they would have probably dropped that. Yeah, yeah. And I'm thankful that they didn't. And it's been nice. a real eye-opener and learner. From, yeah. Something I've learned from them. We're definitely going to follow them now. Yes. And now they're getting some <laughs> word-of-mouth advertising yes. to our, our audience as well. T3? Uh-huh, web okay. services. Nice. Michael McCraney. Awesome. Oh, I, I've heard his name yeah, before. Yeah, huh. Okay. That is awesome. I mean, that's that's huge, especially in that starting out. You know, we've we've talked about too. It's like you talked about admins, and moderators, mm-hmm. and people like that uh, being able to be consistently there and showing up for people, so that way you don't have to own it all yourself, right? Yes. Um, but right out of the gate, providing that value, I always forget about the files thing where you can provide that <laughs> yeah, content. I mean, that's it's huge. Nice. It's really yeah. nice. I'm just being able to say, hey, here's a video and links back to it, and you can get that information right now. There's yeah. no sign up, drop your email list or anything like that. So that's awesome. And what I would do, and when you go into the Facebook group, there's group insights you can look at. And you can, it does like the last 28 days or last seven days, Mm -hmm. but there is a custom date tab. So you can start looking over time. And in there is like, who are your top um, commenters? Who are your, um, what are your top posts? And I use that a lot. Hmm. So So one thing I've been playing with that I just started three weeks ago 
is like a Monday motivation. And a lot of groups will do this, like, what three things are you working on this week? And a lot of groups will do that, but there's only one I ever really, uh, Boss Girl Creative, she's in our yes. community, Love Taylor. <laughs> uh, I usually, I know her. Like I got, I really, I feel like her community I can yeah. relate with, so I respond to it. So I thought, you know, maybe it's time right now. Things are crazy. Crickets, crickets, and less crickets this week. So the first week what I did is I made a graphic, and it was just like hashtag, here it is, mm-hmm. nothing. You might have liked it. Thank you if you did. <laughs> um, Brian's here for but you. But you know I what am, I mean? Like I nobody am, yeah. said anything, right? And that's fine. Yeah. And because I'm like, you know, consistency. Yes. But I also want to be relevant. Second week, I changed the graphic up a little bit. Pretty much crickets. And I thought, and I'd schedule all this ahead of time for those. I'm like, you know, I'm going to try something different. So I ch- cleaned up the graphic, made it a little, took off some junk. And then I wrote a lot in there about uh-huh. like, where's this a chance? Like, you know, this week, we can encourage each other and motivate each other. And I'll start. And I said what I was going to do. And then now Mm. your turn. And I started getting people. So I'm like, it's very interesting. Mm -hmm. Those are the kind of things that you can test. So that's Mm -hmm. one thing I would say. Just test different things. You know, it might be the happy, cute dog picture just to get your attention. There's a reason why you see all these promotions. Like, what does that have to do with anything? Because they're trying to get, trying to be different. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. constantly try things. Oh. We always talk about the animal icons that a lot of businesses yeah. are now adopting. Um, <laughs> we're like, what is there cats everywhere? But we're noticing the cats, <laughs> but then we're like, oh, it's part of their logo. It's just interesting it's what yeah. they'll do. <laughs> always changing. Yeah, yes. Cats. You can always go to pets. I you mean, can. if anything, just some some type of cute animal. I'm a GIF fan, so mm-hmm. if you can have a post with a GIF, yes. or it's like respond in a uh-huh. GIF of how yeah. you're feeling about this. Oh, yeah. Yes. That hooks me every time. There's, there's some content ideas there's for you. There's some content. <laughs> we, I had somebody on Pro Tips spot, um, come talk about neurolinguistics last year. If you haven't seen that, please go to yeah. our video section. <laughs> I'm going to post it just yes, for you. Yes. And she talked about, um, she was in, lives in Vegas, and same thing. She posted for the conference. It didn't quite fit. Like, I thought it was great, but it didn't fit the bigger picture. So she came on, and she talked about, like, when you're writing or speaking, provide something visual. You can do something, like, through audio. And you could also do like through written word. Mm-hmm. Then you capture like you all three of us might have three different ways that we process. Mm-hmm. And yeah. You capture everybody. Yeah, that's awesome. Oh, cool, that's huh? huge. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, and that's always, it's so funny that Lauren we obviously produce we produced a ton of podcasts for different yeah. companies, and so it's one of those things that she didn't really like podcasts. No. Started doing so. <laughs> I don't funny. know if she ever, but she just I'm a she, visual she, learner, yeah. and wow. so and I read incredibly fast, and so the thought of having to slow down and listen yes. to someone say things so yes. slow and it just drives me insane you can just double tap i was gonna say uh, do, you, go do you make yeah. the increase the speed <sighs> but that bothers Some me idea. too <laughs> so, depending on the person yes so it's actually been good though i've learned a lot more about like overcoming some of that and being more of an auditory listener. And I think also it was yeah. not finding podcasts that really interest me. And so yeah. now I'm in that mm-hmm. sphere. I can find a lot. And a lot more people are getting creative on how they market their podcasts. Yeah. So you could actually find them. I think that was the hardest it part. It was clunky before. Yeah. And then I went through a purge like, you know what? Delete, delete, delete. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Who do I really like? You know, and just count yeah. down. Well, and you, you follow somebody in a podcast expecting like, oh, I'll, I'll listen to it later. I'll listen to the first episode. And then it could be six weeks. And you're like, mm-hmm. what in the world podcast is this? Like, <laughs> yes. I do try to give them a second chance just yeah. in case. But yeah. we, we talked about like, um, I don't know, 
one of our previous episodes about the way people find podcasts yes. was like, I mean, a huge percentage of was through word of mouth or people sharing. Yeah. Not necessarily I through your it. top 100 or your, you know, new and noteworthy. Yeah. It's really through that personal recommendation, which is huge. I believe so. that. Yeah, I think it was like 43% was through social media. And then there was like 28% was through um, like word of mouth. And then it dropped like something like six or 8% yeah. on the top charts. Like that's yeah. where you- It's that personal need. touch, yeah. Yeah. which is why, you know, word of, mar- word of mouth marketing and then like these content creators ourselves included, mm-hmm. I think why people relate to it versus something really shiny and sure. mm-hmm. like all perfectly done. Yep. Yes. Yep, the high yes. production value, yeah. Well, hey, you hit on this um, actually with the, the person who's part of the community that was in Vegas, right? Uh-huh. And so you guys do a really great job, and this is one thing that really drew me to getting into the Facebook group itself was a lot of the speakers and different people who yes. were part of that community yes. of, uh, specifically for the Megaphone event were in this Facebook group. And so yes. once we kind of figured out, oh, this is a community. Oh, there's a lot of people. Oh, I can actually <laughs> see these people who I just heard Thousands. speak. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah. and so how do you guys really tie in um, and I, I'm going to tee this up better, but That's good. the community I'm aspect yes. of Megaphone just was live events. through and through, right? Yes. The live event side of it was just amazing to see, hey, this is tied to something bigger than just like, hey, we have an, a, one event every year and then we don't see you for a year and then, hey, we're here again. Right. Right. It was amazing to see what you guys did. Hey, we have so many other resources. How do you do that in an authentic way too and keep people connected so that way like megaphone will be coming up again, yep. right? Yep. Okay. So we'll make sure we hadn't heard <laughs> It's like, you know, obviously things changing. Yeah. But. Well, I mean, it will evolve a little bit. So we'll hear some more news to that. I mean, there's opportunity. We're nationwide. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. We think our community, like I mentioned, it was Arkansas women bloggers in the beginning, but in the top five, 10 cities, there's only one Arkansas town that pops up in the top 10. Wow. So there's an opportunity to do yeah. more. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. Way. Absolutely. So how do... Yeah. How do you tie it to yeah. that, that live event to where, because again... It felt very authentic Good. for the community. Good. Well, I appreciate that, and I think our entire team would appreciate that. I think at the end of the day, a live event like a conference, we had like 250 mm-hmm. people, and like we have like over 5,000 in our community, over 2,500 in our Facebook group. And so statistically, most people aren't going to be at that event. Mm-hmm. And we didn't do a live digital conference like a lot of people did. I mean, I'm like, that would be a great idea, but maybe one day we will. <laughs> so they can have that option. So at the end of the day is we have megaphonesummit.com mm-hmm. that announces all the speakers. Mm-hmm. And then we would have speakers on. So we mentioned like pro tips. Mm-hmm. We'd have them on. So like meet the speaker actually in the group. Yeah, yeah. So another thing we'll do every quarter, though I haven't done it this quarter, it's just been different, is Megaphone Book Club. Oh, fun. Huh. Yeah. So you probably haven't been involved in that one. Um, so we had Catherine Winch. She did Slay mm-hmm. Like a Mother. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. She was one of the keynotes. Yeah. yeah. So we had like a series on our actual live yeah, where yeah. we interviewed her. We had the book club, mm-hmm. and she gave away some books, or we yeah, gave away some yeah. books. And so it kind of like tied it all altogether so that's one way of doing it you know she was actually i met her there at the conference and yeah, she yeah. was on my wife's podcast oh good for the adopted mom because it was yeah, tied course, to just mom, mom moms complex. and supporting and yes. grace for moms and it was uh, a per i mean uh, and she she did the same thing i think she gave her. away some books on there just yes. really very generous she's, person she's real and so i met her through um se johnson years ago I don't even know how I met her. Research, you know, Shopper Insights. Oh, I got invited to um, with Walmart. I was in a um, share group on Insights, 
and we t- she was in town, and they had um, one of their like uh, research studies. And so I just instantly clicked with her. Yeah, and yeah. so I've been watching her when she was writing her book and all the labor of love that went through that. Again, it's all online, mm-hmm. just cheering her on. So I was really glad we had her. Yeah. So there's like, that's one way of doing it, uh, doing live. And also there's another thing, like we're insights and we're campaigns. And so for every campaign that we do for clients, whether retailer or CPG or you know product goods and services, mm-hmm. we create a private Facebook group just for those influencers oh. on that c- campaign. So we call it when campaigns go live. So it's not just like this big group here. Yeah. Let's say we selected 40 people to be on a special campaign for NBC Universal or NBA mm. or Walmart, whatever. They're in the same group. So our community yeah. team is doing kickoff calls in there, answering questions. So nobody else sees that other than the people in the group. So that's another live event to keep it, keep it going so they know, instead of like, wait for the email, wait for the direct yeah. message, it's like other people are answering the questions too. Yeah. Uh, what a great resource. It is a great community. resource. Yeah. Yes. Seriously. Yes. But that's awesome. Yeah. Hey, thank you so much, Lenny. This has been like a ton of great information. <laughs> I'm <laughs> this like, has been like fun. we go through this and we're kind of natural. I'm like, oh, that's a good quote. And we have good yeah, quotes. You know, kind of yeah. I'm like, okay, that was good. That was good. That was good. <laughs> I that was, was so, the same thing about you. Great. <laughs> <laughs> you might be uh-huh. on a tip Tuesday. <laughs> hey, all right. All right. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, hey, you seriously, um, just the value that you that you've brought. I mean, just, this has been great. Um, So anybody who's maybe wanting to connect with you or reach Mm -hmm. out, if they have any questions, where can they find you? Yep. So um, obviously you go to soapboxinfluence.com. You can see more about all of us and what we have. And uh, I'm Lindy at soapboxinfluence.com, L-Y-N-D-I. And it's just not lucky, Lindy. It's not lucky, it's Lindy, okay, yet. Okay, just, but I bet you if I asked, I would uh, totally get a change. <laughs> I'll always remember that from here on out now. That's awesome. And honestly, people forget that. It's megaphone at soapboxinfluence.com. And okay. it'll go to the right person. Okay. But yeah, direct messages are always good. I mean, I'm everywhere. Yeah. That's awesome. You know? Nice. Nice. <laughs> that is awesome. Well, cool. Well, hey, um, thank you guys so much. Make sure that you go follow. We have all of the, the resources, tips, tricks, links, everything in uh, on our blog, yeah. which we will may, uh, we need help with our blog. <laughs> Gosh, here for you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Um, go roguex.com. Make sure you guys check that out. And uh, make sure you subscribe to this podcast if you haven't already. Share it with somebody who's looking at starting a Facebook group or is needing that kind of uh, inspiration around community building. Um, Um, This was fantastic. So thanks again, and we'll see you guys next week. All right, are we ready for rapid fire? We are ready. We are ready. Lindy, are you ready for rapid fire? I was fire? born for this. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. What is y'all's favorite theater candy? Theater candy. Theater candy. Oh, okay. oh go to the concession stand. Go ahead. I like uh, nonpareils. What? They're those what little chocolate. They're those little chocolate with the little white dots. Oh, yeah. That really kind of nobody likes. According to my husband, but I don't even have a sweet tooth. That's the funny thing. Oh, so it's like I really want those. Oh, yeah, that's good. What about y'all? Now we have to. I have to figure that out. So mine are either the cookie dough bites 
I love the cookie dough bites or like Reese's pieces, something like that. Kick so that's yeah. good. Mine yeah. are the cookie dough bites like really? all the time. Oh, yeah. So good. Yeah. My husband likes anything gummy bear related. So yeah. he's always set because they yeah. seem to have oh, a plethora so of a gummy. Different. I yeah. know. <laughs> Swedish fish or something. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Always with something with a wrapper that's crinkly that he's opening very slowly. <laughs> <I know. laughs> I love these movie theaters where you can like have coffee and oh, stuff. Yes. And I was like, thank you. This yeah. is like at home. <laughs> yes. yes. Okay. Good ones. Okay. Yeah. Favorite cocktail. Mm. Like an everyday cocktail or a fancy cocktail? It can be whatever you want to share. <sighs> mm. So I'm an old-fashioned guy because I like – I'm a whiskey guy. So yeah. a little bourbon in there. It's some good stuff. A little yeah. bitter. On the little bitters, yeah. I have yet to find one that just – I mean – I've had some good ones, yeah. but I'm ready to find one that just is amazing. Mm, so okay, if, if there's a, a mixologist out there, I oh, a, yeah. Okay, oh. that was my grandmother's favorite is old-fashioned. So every Friday, nice. my dad would come over and we do old-fashioned. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then I discovered, uh-huh. you know, instead of that little bitter, yeah. a little bit of balsamic vinegar on it. What? What? <laughs> it's like, wow. You just, if my wife is listening to this, she's so excited yeah. because we have balsamic vinegar yeah. like everything. Everything is that. <laughs> really? See, oh, that's yeah. good, Alex. So she, I call it ready the Italian old fashioned. The Italian yep. I did it actually for one of my clients. It's Denigris. It's uh-huh. an Italian vinegar company, so I will send you. You can put it in the show notes. There you there go. There go. Tag. Tag it up. <laughs> Man, you know, the, I went to a in the randomest place in Montrose, Colorado. Yeah. I went to a speakeasy bar that I had never gone oh. to, and you had to have password and everything. And they like my cousin ordered an old fashioned. They brought like wheeled it out an old school cart, oh, and they cute. like put like they like set it on fire. They, like, <laughs> they did cute. the awesome. whole thing. It was cute. like I was felt so overwhelmed. Like I do not know what I'm doing. <laughs> But you but it, loved it, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, it was so it's much fun. T- that's the joy of eating yeah. well. It's mm. the little touch points mm-hmm. that just make it elevate it just a little bit. It's Absolutely. memorable. Oh yeah, memorable. Oh, yeah. you're talking about it. Mm. Yeah, it was it was crazy in there, but it was it was super cool. Yeah, nice. So was it a good old fashioned? I didn't have an old fashioned. Oh, because he did. Oh. <laughs> but it, I remember his drink because it was so like. Yeah. You know they were setting Production. it on. Well, now I have to try it. Yeah, I feel like crazy. I'm in Denver. Every but you need to try. Well, it wasn't Denver. It's Montrose. You got to like travel middle nowhere. That's funny. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so what is, besides the Italian oh, yeah. old-fashioned, what's your go-to cocktail? Oh, well, I'm a gin girl. Okay. I love my gin. So not this winter, but the winter before, I made it my goal, my winter goal, to determine what is my perfect martini. Oh. Yeah. So I had to nice. try it every single different way. <laughs> I'm happy to report that I'm gin. I like it dirty. I like vermouth huh. in it. A good, very dry vermouth. And I do like to have olives, the jalapeno olives that yes, all these have. Drop yeah. that in there. Yes. I'm in all yeah. day. Oh, and I like it shaken. Oh. Okay. Not stirred. I'll take it stirred too. <laughs> <laughs> Lindy, this is why I love to have you. you. You crack me up because you're just like, it does not surprise me. You're like, okay, I went on a mission. <laughs> And yeah. I'm like, of course you did. I of did, course. I that did. was that's amazing. That's hilarious. Okay. That's awesome. Yeah, All right. So what about you? Yes. Actually, I really love a well done Bloody Mary. It's one of my favorites mm. with like a ton of olives. Like nice. a pretty much a jar. But you know, nice. <laughs> but that's one of my favorites. So it's interesting to travel to different cities and they make Bloody Marys completely different. Um Really? Yeah. Yeah. Um I went to Milwaukee and they like claim they had it and it had 
I felt like about a half of a canister of pepper inside. It was the Ooh. spiciest thing I've ever had. Like, could you finish it kind of spicy? No. Yeah, and it was like before. dark. You could it see the pepper. It almost. Yeah, like, I, I really, can I have another and I'll just play? Especially when you pay like $12 for it. You're like, mm, I really I, didn't want a pepper yeah. shaker in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm all about trying different Bloody Marys. I think they're very That's interesting by the, the region you're in. But yeah. yeah. So on the blog, we're going to post all these recipes. Yes, I love it. Because apparently, I mean, we have so much to post on this blog. Apparently. Yeah. From the blogger. <laughs> I'm gonna that makes make sense. You an, I'm going to figure out an Italian Bloody Mary and put some vinegar Ooh. in it. Oh, yeah, there we go. Caprese little skewer. Oh. Yeah. There it's we happening. go. <laughs> I've never tried a Bloody, Bloody Mary. What? Ever. Ever? But if, if we're going yeah. down so that good. route. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. could do that. That's yeah. good. Okay. Hey, this is good. Thanks again, Lindy. Good. Thank you, you guys. I yeah. thoroughly enjoyed this. This is awesome. Thank you so much for having me and letting me talk about something. I just love the community. And here, put it, I'll put it right back into something that yesterday, one of the girls I had yesterday in the community, she published her first cookbook. So I wanted to like meet an influence, yeah. meet your community member. And so I have her cookbook, and I was looking at it. And this morning in the back where it's like acknowledgments, she thanked our little Megaphone Mastermind group. Oh, wow. And I texted everybody, and hers like, how awesome that's is so this? Cool. That's so cool. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, that's the power of community. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. That's, great. that's awesome. Well, thanks again. Yeah. This is Thank you. Again, we may have should have broken this up into two parts. We got to have you back. <laughs> back for we'll yes, talk drinks. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, really. We'll do a whole mixology course. I don't do yeah. scary, so I'll just listen. <laughs> I don't normally either, but I didn't think it was going to be scary. Yeah. <laughs> the low riders, I'll do that. Yes. I got one person. Got one. All right. Hey, we're awesome. out. Thanks guys. Swiftin, uh, Tranquility Base here. The Eagle has landed.